What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. A little extra content this week. As I've already recorded the Monday show as, this is what, Friday? Um, we actually started doing wrestler profiles again due to popular demand. And we're, doing, we're going to talk about the short but classic reign of Hollywood rock. Um, but as I record this, uh, I, I recorded that the day before. So I recorded that on Thursday. Um, I get in the house uh, this morning on Friday around... Uh, Three in the morning, I cut my TV on, and I see breaking news, WWE has released more talent. I was like, okay. And it's funny. It's hilarious, because I'm sitting here the last couple days, two or three days, and I've been writing, like, top 10 WWE moments, top 10 wrestling moments of 2021, top five matches from AEW, top five matches. Like, there are going to be separate shows focused on those companies and i was just sitting there and i was thinking about oh maybe i should do a top uh 10 figures list for for like aew figures and um wwe figures etc 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 so i'm kind of sitting there and i'm like man and i say this on an episode i say this on the episode i recorded right i said this may be premature i'm just i just start recording it because I had the time to record it, and I said, I just don't think WWE had more surprises coming. This is a negative thing. So I meant, meant good surprises. I think AEW has one more of their sleeve dress this year. I don't know why I do. But anyways, um, I'm like, all right, so who, who are these releases, right? And the, the cover boy for the picture, the thumbnail, I say cover boy, but the thumbnail was John Morrison. I said, well, okay, that's one giveaway. But then it said eight. I was like, all right, who are these other eight? So I started looking. And looking at this list, um, some are not surprises. Some are very much surprises, considering that they all all have been on the main roster for a month. Um, maybe even, yeah, about a month. And I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, man, this is, this is something different now. This is, like, hitting a lot different. Like, to me, I've heard that playing right from hell story on so many shoot interviews, like the kayfabe commentaries ones, stuff on YouTube. I've heard the same story over and over again. But hearing from a woman that was uh, mortified, terrified, all that good stuff, bad stuff, uh, it just hit differently. And to me, these hit differently because I don't understand. Also, at the same time, I want to say I don't understand, but I watched NXT a couple weeks ago, and I do understand. And to me, this, to me, in my opinion, if this doesn't make the Garganos want to get out, they're going to be pushed out. I can just see it. I, I, this, I just, I just, I just can see it. I, Kyle O'Reilly's gone. Kevin Owens is gone. Like, I don't see them resigning anyway. But I definitely said a few months ago when this was a rumor, I said, man, I think Organo's going to stay. He needs to get out. Now, the reason I say that is if you don't resign and the contract just expires, you don't have to wait 90 days. Now, he may want to wait 90 days now that his wife's pregnant and he wants to spend time with his, his new baby boy. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, if you want to still work, then... No, you know, but looking at these names, it's just interesting. So 
let's let's name them first because eight of them then we'll get my opinion on them i don't have a, i don't have many opinions on a few of them but we have some opinions on others we have top dollar isaiah sorov shanti the adonis john morrison tegan knox drake mavericks Sh- mavericks Sh- drake maverick shane thorne Riker. all of hit row has officially been taken out bfab two days or one day depending on what you believe after she signed a new contract top dollar after he completely went off on people on, on twitter saying hey we can survive on the main roster we know how to promo i'll, I'll never forget that tweet because my first thought was why would you do that like, people were genuinely concerned that, hey, the thing I like the most, or one of the things I like the most is going to be destroyed. They were not wrong. I, I, I've i had this conversation with a lot of people, or people have this have had this conversation with me. But what are they going to do? Like, I don't want, I, I liked Hit Row. I, I, I was so surprised at the number of people that told me they liked Hit Row. I was like, what's, this is interesting. And it, it, it didn't, it was definitely not a fact. People enjoyed the behind the scenes stuff, the the, um, the the promos or the vignettes in the in the studio and everything like that, because it felt like it was a piece of them. Because we all know Swerve Scott, Strange Strickland, he knows he does music. Top Dollar does music, um, so it's one of those things where it's like to me, it's just kind of like I was just surprised, man. It's still, you know, what still kind of blows my mind is when I see all different cultures and races. Wearing tribe called Quest shirts and Wu Tang shirts, it just feels different seeing it. Cause like, man, that, that's a that's such a you you broken barriers at that point. Like, I don't know how many people actually do it for fads. I don't know how many. I, I don't know. However, I have had enough conversations with people that I barely know at events when I'm doing shows or whatever. And if music ever comes up, those two teams, or those two groups are named. I'm like, wow, I just didn't see you being a fan. Just because it's just a, such a culture difference, like I, I did, I can't imagine you listening to a ten minute freaking Wu Tang song and understanding the lyrics, but then the lyrics are being broken down to me, etc. I'm like, man, this is very fascinating. It just to me, just I'm just interested. In, you know, I, I love stuff like I love conversations like that. I love seeing it. That's how I felt about Hit Row. I just just seeing the number of different cultures that would hit me up or talk to me. It's like, yeah, man, I love Hit Row. I love what they're doing that and like loving the gold fronts on Isaiah Swerve Scott and me being from the South and understanding like why like why gold fronts were originally invented. They weren't a style that you wanted. They were a style you did because you couldn't afford to get your teeth fixed. So when you had to get a teeth a tooth pulled, you put a gold tooth there. And sometimes if you have a whole rope removed, you put a whole front in there. Um but just seeing this stuff, I'm like, man, they got something here. Like they really got something. And then on top of that I remember Shane Strickland's work on Isaiah Swerve Scott, his work on the Indies. I was kind of like weirded out when Triple H couldn't find anything for him to do. I was really surprised, you know. And then they got hit row together and they found something, and he didn't. He won the North American title surprisingly from uh, Jonah Bronson Reed, and then next thing you know, he I think he only def- he did defend the title twice. It was a, it was in the same night where he beat uh, Santos Escobar and then Carmelo Hayes. Uh, essentially cashed in on him so he didn't even have a top like it's funny last two more north american champions that lost the titles got called to the main well bronson reed never got called to the main roster but he was doing dark matches they had terrible runs because with the north american title because they just they the plan was to move him up 
So they were just kind of like, what's the point of making these, these people work hard? We're, they're coming to me right anywhere. So I was just kind of like, wow, like that's just, it just hits a little differently, man. Uh, but I did hear a lot of complaints. People did, I, even though B-Fat was not good in the ring, she was very green in the ring. I heard a lot of people complain. I heard a lot of people complain the last three weeks or month about how without BFAB, they just didn't feel it was the same dynamic. And that's saying a lot. That's saying like to who what what the, the overall package is. That's saying a lot. And I was stunned to hear that. I thought people was, I thought people wouldn't care. Like after the initial shock of, hey, you know, uh she's cut uh, are we surprised? Like I, I I, I, I thought that would the flow of that would get get rid of things, but then just hearing the number of people who are so 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 disappointed, it's like man, like okay, I get it, you know, and so I'm just kind of sitting there like I get it, um, yeah, man, it was just crazy. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know about Top Dollar and Ashanti the Adonis. I don't know. Because Top Dollar, if he's released, I mean, he's not doing none of that Hidden Gems thing, they, that show they were doing. That's what, I never watched it. I know about Shane Strickland, though. I, 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 he, will, he will be okay. Whether he goes to Impact, whether he goes to New Japan, AEW can't sign everybody. They can give people chances. They can say, hey, we can do a TNT tournament or a title match. I can see that. Um, I, I'm a fan, you know, so I, I, I can see him in New Japan, you know, as New Japan starts building that American roster up as well. Because Jonah's there now. He made his debut. And, I'm telling you, and then he looks like he confronted Moose as well, which is the current Impact World Heavyweight Champion. So I don't know about the other two. Hopefully they land on their feet as well. But but Isaiah Swerve Scott, aka Shane Strickland, he 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 deserved much more. Let's get to the people who I don't really have any interest in talking about: Jackson Riker, Shane Thorne. I think Shane Jackson Riker, I don't know much about. To be honest with you, I, I knew about him once he came to WWE. That's it. Shane Thorne is a very talented person, though. Um, I'm sure he'll learn his feet as well. I don't see him in AEW. I definitely see him going to Impact, though, for sure. Um, Drake Maverick has already been released one time. He did this video where he was in tears, ended up getting resigned. Because um, when they released him, he was already in the finals of the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament, which is, <sighs> which is just crazy as it is. But this time it's going to stick. This time it's for real. But here's the thing. He still has his wife on the independence. I think his wife's in NWA. Um, he also has EC3. Him and those two are good friends. Like, he's going to be fine, too, for whatever he needs to do. So, and Tegan Knox, uh, yeah, she got the injury bug. I think both her ACLs. What is the use of an ACL? Every year we hear about ACLs, whether it's football, wrestling, whatever. What is basketball, whatever. What is the use of an ACL? I don't know why God created them, but they seem like they're very sensitive, period. She got the, she got the injury bug. Uh, she hadn't been injured since she got called to main roster, obviously. She ended up tag team with Shotzi Blackheart. They did win a match that was supposed to give them a tag team championship match, which they never got. Then they broke him up, and now she's released. Personally, personally, I can see her bolstering that NWA woman's ranks. 
Um, I, I think she could do a lot of good there. She, she's very talented. Um, she's had the injury bug, you know, so hopefully those days are behind her and she can move forward. And finally, John Morrison, who in his first run with WWE, got to the finals of the King of the Ring, had a few with Sheamus, had a few with Miz, never could go over the hump. There was always rumors about how Vince McMahon did not respect him because he let people sleep with Melina or whatever it was and blah, blah, blah. There's always those rumors and always, always those things. But then he got released. And he went on a tear in every company he did. He was in. He was, matter of fact, let's look this up right now because... If I'm not mistaken, he was a world champion in every other company he went in. Whether it was Johnny Mundo, at, uh, Lucha Underground. He, I believe, I want to get this right. Let's go. So we're going to do this live on the air. I didn't know he was 42. He's, a, he's in amazing shape. He's from Los Angeles, California. That's awesome. Anyways, let's do this. Let's go. Yes, he is a former Impact World Champion. And I remember that vividly because when he beat Austin Aries, that was the infamous no-sell from Austin Aries. Because apparently he didn't want to lose or something like that. That's a whole thing for Colts Hollock to cover. Um, but he's an Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Let's see, let's see. He is a AAA Mega Championship holder. Yep, and he was a Lucha Underground Champion. But either way, him and Tyre Valkyrie made a good team. They're obviously husband and wife in real life. Um, but no, I was surprised. But then again, not surprised. I was taken back a little, but I was like, you know, it's not surprising. Once, like, once the, him and Miss thing kind of, it really ran its course. It really ran its course. And I think it ended... When Miz was the WWE champion for a second time, and he only did it because he he needed to be a transitional champion to put the belt on Bobby Lashley, but they couldn't find anything for John Morrison to do. Like this dude is parkour; he's in great shape. He can give you any. He can wrestle. Of course, the thing goes off right now. He can give you a match good with anybody. You know. It's just interesting, man. The the, the choices that they're, that they're choosing. I don't know where this main roster actually is going, because these are people. These are people in some cases they just brought up to the main roster. So it's like you had to have looked at them before you called them up, right? Or am I wrong for thinking that? I just feel like you should have known this already. I don't. I don't know. Anyways, um. Good luck to these people. Um, hopefully, they find what they're looking for. Hopefully, they can do what Drew McIntyre did if they really if they really want to get back into WWE. Hopefully, they can reform themselves to whatever WWE wants and go back in. In some cases, I don't think so. I believe Swerve Scott's up in age. I think he's in his uh, mid thirties. Um, I don't know about and obviously Morrison's forty two, as we just found out. I I don't know, but this is. Oh, man, a week before Thanksgiving too. I at this point I would not be surprised if there were more releases next month. It just feels like they're not. It, honestly, this sounds crazy and blasphemous, and I hope I'm wrong. It feels like they're not done with cuts though. It's just something in me. 
it's just like, man, they're not, they're, they're still not done yet. I don't know why I feel that way. Maybe because it's just been happening so often, but it just feels like they're not done. So, hey guys, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your week. Um, as, um, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Uh, enjoy the weekend. The shows are recorded, uploaded. So like, subscribe, follow. I'll talk to you guys after Thanksgiving, after Black Friday, when we get back to it. We're out.